So when you ask about whether or not students of different races are at TA, I think the best people to talk to you about that are would be Kendall and, and Betty because they've been taking in people. And I think they can tell you more than anybody else who wants to join. All right, Kendall and Betty, it's on you. I uh, really want to like highlight um, what um, Mr. Holness said. Like, it's always good to see like people of other races to help stand up for Black Lives Matter because Black Lives Matter isn't just saying only Black Lives Matter. And a lot of people, especially in the media, and especially people who think that Black Lives Matter is like a terrorist group, try to say that Black Lives Matter is only for Black lives and saying Black lives are above other lives. No, it's just saying that we want equality and we deserve equality because that's what our country's foundations were based off of. And that's all that we are trying. We want you. We want people who don't believe that we are equal to see that we are all the same. And at the end of the day, we're all the same, no matter what we look like. And so that's um, that's why uh, we. That's why um, like the Black Student Union, the Black Lives Matter movement is not meant to dis like. Um, disinclude like other races it's meant for everybody to come together because once we come together and stand up for a natural cause that's when we can actually make change i love it and also to go off what kendall said when we made the club we made it in like we took in count to make sure that um we made it inclusive for everyone and like in the flyers we said that you don't have to just be black to join the club and we even in the club, when our first meeting, we had um, people of other races and other cultures that came and they still listened and fell apart. It wasn't just inclusive. So everyone fell apart. That's what's up. You know, I'm thinking about um, what Kendall was saying and what, what I hear screaming out of her soul is Black Lives Matter 2, T-O-O, also, right? And what do you say to that when You've got people, like you said, you've got people who are protesting this idea of BLM. Like they they don't think that people should be walking around shouting Black Lives Matter. Um, how do you all, and, and yo, honestly, a lot of those people are people we are going to church with. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these people are our pastors. A lot of these people are deacons and elders in the churches that we belong to or not. I don't know what church you go to, you know, if you go to church regularly, but you know, like a lot of these people are those who, who say they're ambassadors for Christ intentionally, like that's their job. And so how do we speak to that when they're trying to say, and, and yo, real talk, a lot of those people, they use Galatians 3.28 to say there is no reason to have Black Lives Matter because there is no difference between us. What do y'all say to that? Um, Anybody? I know that a lot of people on social media were using this analogy of when Jesus, no, of the, um, the, the, uh, the 100 sheep and then um, one went missing and there was 99 but the shepherd went to go look for the one that was missing. So if they want to use the Bible, then I feel like they should look at all of it. And that kind of is saying, we know that 
these 99 sheep matter. Like, there's 99 of them. Why would we just want to care on, about one? Blair. <laughs> Why would we just care about one of them? Of course, we care about all of them. That's the whole point. So we want to be included in that, like, sphere of care and love. And I think that if they can realize that, then that's when change can start to kind of happen. Um, so uh, I wanted to go back a little. Um, I think it was something that Kendall said. Um, I just, I, I feel like we're not all the same. We have different culture. We are a different skin color. There are a different way we go about things, but at the end of the day, we're all human. And that's what joins us together. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go about saying that we are all the same. Because at the end of the day, there are different cultures, there are different ways people go about things. Like I'm not the like me and Blair aren't the same. We're we're both we're both African American. We're both females, but we're not the same. So I, I just kind of wanted that to. I wanted that to be like delineated. Like we're not all the same, we're different, but we're all human and we should all be yeah. treated like humans. Yo, um, real talk, you just brought something up. Go ahead, Gabe, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, I definitely agree. And you said something that really um, just hit the nail on the head for me, how people say that we're equal. And in reality, we are, but we're not treated as such. And it reminded me of last week when Mr. Honus was talking about the least of these. And it, it's interesting because even in the Bible, Jesus acknowledges that there are people that are like, there's a hierarchy in society. There's different classes, there's different systems at work. And right now we are at the bottom of that system. And so when people say that black people are equal or black people are quote unquote the same, we are the same, but we're treated differently. And so I feel that's where the whole Black Lives Matter idea comes from. Not to say that we're not the same as you, we would just like the same treatment. Yeah, I wanted to um, comment on what um, Maya said. I wasn't saying that we're all like the same of how we act because of course not, no. Everybody is different in how they go about life because everybody sees life and in different ways and they interpret life in different ways no but like what you said we are at the end of the day we're all human and that's what makes us the same and so we should know that we are all equal on that level i love that i love that you know before we started recording mr holness and i were kind of talking about our background you know and i wanted to highlight that that even within blackness right like within the construct of blackness, there are so many layers. There is so much depth. There is so many levels to being black, yo. And so like, you know, I just thought maybe it'd be kind of cool if each of us share a little bit about the contextual layers to our blackness. Who wants to go first? I mean, I'll start. Uh, growing up uh, of West Indian descent, Jamaican descent, as an American, um, I saw the world a lot through West Indian eyes, uh, my mother and my father. Now, as I grew up and I went out into the world and I experienced it, I had to change a lot of what I saw that they went through to kind of adjust it to myself. Now, it's a little bit different for me than it was for them. Uh, and they grew up in, uh, like, they came up uh, or came of age in New York and um, New York City. 
and I was here in Silver Spring. So it's it's really the North versus South. But I was raised, you know, um, this is how you respect your elders. This is this is what you do when you go to church. And this is what you believe when you go to church. A lot of that in and of itself right there. Like I went to TA, I went to, um, to, to JNA, I went to all these schools and um, things had to shift around as I got older. Because being a, a West Indian child, raised in a white world, and then and then you go out into the world and discover your blackness on your own like that's it it's a little intimidating it's but it's really um kind of liberating like for me i didn't think uh barack obama would win and for you guys to to look and see i have a black president for me that was outrageous and for, for two terms, I was the happiest fellow that you would ever hope to meet. And I had to be brought back to earth to realize, <laughs> wait a minute, America is still the way it is because look who's president now and look what he's doing. Like to actually, you can't do this, understand. You can't go and make the, the schools teach uh, American history but he can he can talk the rhetoric. He can sign an executive order. It'll all be thrown out in sixty days. But you know, here's a guy who's who's saying that's what it really was for me. It's it was really liberating, but it's really frustrating. Wow, that's um, good. For me, uh, my mom is Jamaican. Um, my dad is from Brooklyn, New York, um, but like his family is kind of from the South. So I have West, I have like the West Indian side of things. And then I also have the Southern part and both are equally strict. So in my house, I can't really get away with anything. It's like you either, you either get the Jamaican punishment or you get the Southern punishment. It's like, which one do you want? <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I love learning about my uh, West Indian culture. I love the food. I love visiting Jamaica always and visiting my grandma and my aunt and my cousin. I, I simply adore Jamaica. Like everything about Jamaica is amazing to me. Um, and I love the South. It's always so peaceful and so serene. And there's always uh, the, the creation there and the trees and everything. It's like, it's it's always good to get away from all the, 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 the busy life of the suburbs or the city. And um, yeah, and I love visiting my grandma down there. And so, yeah, that's where I come from. Who's next? I mean, Betty, come on. You're you're from Ethiopia. Your parents are from Ethiopia. I can't imagine what you're looking at all of us thinking wow. in your home right now. I'm gonna mute myself, go. Okay. Um, yeah, my parents are from Ethiopia, but they had me here. So um, I have like their culture that they share with me and I see with my family, but I'm more Americanized because this is where I grew up and I grew up in this culture. So there's like differences between the way we both see things and we clash sometimes, but it's nice having different cultures. 
Google huh? Classroom ESU? No, I mean like, you know, social issues and stuff like that. <laughs> but it's nice, you know, having different cultures that we come from different areas and the differences. How different are they from you? you um, say that different. Um, it's just like, you know, they're you religious. So it's like there's different cultures that happen there. So it's different from like America and like they see some things different, but it's not that different. It's just we're not the same always. I love that. I'm I'm curious. Did your parents and you kind of clash in regards of your involvement with the BSU? Um, no, we didn't clash over this because they, you know, we still like they live here for such a long time and they see the same things that going on and they agree with you know Black Lives Matter and everything going on. So they liked that I made the club and that I was a part of it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Parental support is everything. It means a lot. How about you, Kendall? Um, my parents, uh, my mom is from Connecticut. So uh, she's like from the north. And then my dad is from here. But he um, spent some time, like he grew up a little bit in Alabama, but then he came back here for high school and the remainder of middle school. So I, I'll... <laughs> I don't really know. I wouldn't say like they're extremely strict, but they know that they like want me to know, like, you know, this is the right way to go about things and like, don't try to go around the rules in the house or you will get, but you will, well, you'll see the um, like results of if you try to go around what we say, but like seeing them and uh, seeing my mom is a podiatrist and she was able to start her own company. And my dad is a patent attorney and just seeing like how they were able to live their lives and create um, this um, wonderful life for me and my brother. It's just very inspiring to see just how, like how they came up and it's just like very, it just made me want to emulate that in my um, personal life. And what they always tried um, to let me realize is that black is beautiful and they would always preach that to me all the time. And I had a lot of struggles, especially in um, my elementary and middle school years because I went to a predominantly white school. So I wasn't, I didn't really see myself as beautiful all the time. And my mom and my dad would always preach to me, black is beautiful. You are beautiful exactly the way you were. And I just really appreciate that because they helped me to become the person that I am now.